0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
1: You're listening to the Wellness Her Way podcast. I'm your host, Gracie Norton, and I'm so excited to provide you with the space where you get to shape what wellness feels like to you. Wellness Her Way is where we make a home of our body, mind and soul, instead of jumping on trends for short term results. We've got one body, we're going to nourish it, love it, respect it and embrace it through all its forms. Welcome back to another episode of Wellness Her Way. We're chatting about all things nutrition and skincare today with Clear Stem co-founder Kaylee Christina. One of the reasons that I really wanted to have a conversation with her is because she has a background in holistic nutrition, and she goes into detail about the roles that stress, gut health, and food all have on our skin. She had a very similar experience to mine, as she was told that birth control was the only solution to balance her hormones. She shares the changes that she made that healed her cystic acne and improved her hormone health in just a few months. As someone who struggled with hormonal acne, I would have given anything to have the tips that she shares in this episode when I was diagnosed with PCOS. And even if you're someone who may not struggle with acne, there are so many takeaways from this conversation when it comes to supplements, nutrition, and hormone health. Let's get into it. I am so excited to talk to you about all things acne, but what I love is that you are a practitioner. You had cystic acne, and your co-founder, Danielle, guided you along this journey to help you heal your skin from the inside out. I think so often we try to prioritize the products we're putting on our skin, but we don't think about our gut health, our nutrition, stress, and how it's all connected. So I can't wait to hear more about your journey and just educate the audience on how everything is interconnected.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I agree because I'm a lot of times the last thing I talk about is products. It's like, that's, products are very important. Obviously we make all the products, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's an afterthought if you're not doing all the foundational things internally and you can be using the best skincare in the entire world. But if you're making just a few little errors, and again, it's not anything crazy complicated. It's more, there's just been a lack of education around it. If you're making a few tiny errors with your skin, your skin struggles will always exist.
1: Right. And I want to dive into your personal history with acne because I think, you know, for me, I struggled with hormonal acne. There's some women that have it their whole lives. And then there's some people that just get it out of nowhere. So were you somebody who, had clear skin growing up, and then you kind of hit mid-20s and you start getting cystic acne, or when did you start to notice that change in your skin?
0: Yes, that's exactly it. Because when I was a teenager, I had a little bit of acne. You know, I was put on Proactive and I went to dermatologist. I got put on that really harsh cream called Differin. And I just remember, oh my gosh, I was going into high school and my skin was like ripping apart. And I was so embarrassed, oh. but I never had really aggressive cystic acne. It was what I believed to be traditional teenager acne. It was whiteheads and Mm blackheads. And it seemed to go away. High school, college, I never really struggled with acne. And then, like you said, out of the blue, I get off birth control and my—I was twenty-four. I was 24. I was 24. I got off birth control. My body freaked out and I broke out with bright red cystic angry acne like up through both of my cheeks, like underneath my chin and jawline if anyone wants to see how aggressive the pictures are, I have it actually pinned to the top of my Instagram.
1: I just saw that. And I I can't believe looking at your skin now, the scarring's gone. The scarring's gone. Your skin looks incredible, but I saw that picture pinned and I saw, I just thought, oh my goodness. Like I cannot imagine having relatively clear skin, obviously little whiteheads and blackheads that everybody kind of gets, you know, through puberty. And then out of nowhere, how did that affect your confidence?
0: Oh my gosh. I didn't want to leave the house. There was a period of probably six, seven months where I canceled so many dinners with friends. I had to go to work events. And I remember just packing on literally theater makeup. I Googled what Miss America pageant (laughs) girls (laughs) wore Cause I was like, their skin looks great on screen. And I know a lot of them struggle with acne. So I was like, what do they use? And literally it's like clay. It's like thick clay theater makeup that I was packing on my skin. But I, other than leaving the house for work, I didn't want to see anyone. And I had this bit of identity crisis when I looked in the mirror because my face was starting to look so disformed from the acne, just disfigured. It didn't, I looked in the mirror and it didn't look like me. And I started to almost lose this vision of who I was. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even know where to start either. Like I'm going crazy Googling and not finding any resources and truly feeling so alone in the journey that it, it completely rocked my confidence and my overall
1: self-worth. And I think when you're in that position, because I dealt with hormonal acne from PCOS and I remember looking in the mirror and just thinking, you know, I don't feel like myself. Yeah. You don't want to hang out with friends. You don't want to go in public. When you're putting on makeup, your main goal is just to cover it. It's yeah. all you look, think about when you look into the mirror. you can feel it. You can feel So it. you think everyone's staring at it. It's yes. like in your
0: head 24-7.
1: Yeah. When you're first dealing with that, you're looking at your skin, you think, okay, what products do I need to go buy? What should I be putting on my skin? And we don't think about all of the underlying issues what are we consuming what is our gut health like how stressed we are so i want to know the mistakes that you think you made And when you started to dig into the root cause and know the value of healing the root cause of your symptoms. This is my
0: favorite to talk about because I do feel like there's so much misinformation. And when you Google these types of things, it's just whoever can have the best SEO on Google. Like it's not actual the most relevant or helpful or root cause based information. My first place that I love to start is actually supplements and what not to do because a lot of what I'm going to say isn't telling you to spend more money or get more things. It's actually removing things from what you're already doing. So you can start today. You can literally take an audit and look at everything you're doing. So with supplements, I was super into supplements. I'm like, I still am, but now I'm so much more conscious about it. Mm -hmm. And I
1: only take supplements if I do lab work and they match up together. I (laughs) talk about this all the time, because if you Google, you know, I'm struggling with acne, what supplement should I take? B12, zinc, vitamin D, and people are taking a higher dosage than what they need and they're making their acne so much worse. I just had a really good friend of mine on my podcast and she was taking biotin because she just Googled acne. Yes. That's what came up. That's what friends had told her worked. What works for one person does not work for the next. And so I think having that lab testing done and being aware of the dosage is so important. So I want you to speak on this because I do think there's so many people that don't understand what supplements they should be taking. Yes, exactly. So
0: the ones you just mentioned are in excess are literally the worst for acne, which is so crazy. Cause like you said, when you Google them it is what comes up yeah, for people. So and this is not to say these are very important nutrients for your body. So when I'm speaking, I'm very speaking in context to excess amounts in your body. Mm -hmm. So it's all about the proper dose and what your body actually needs. So B12, zinc, and vitamin D, all three of those, when taken in excess, actually trigger and spike testosterone levels especially if you have PCOS and your androgen and testosterone is already elevated, these are going to make it so much worse. If your acne is being caused from elevated testosterone, even not PCOS related again, this is going to make it even more aggressive and worse. So vitamin B12, vitamin D and zinc, all three of those. So what you want to really be conscious of is again, especially if you're not operating within blood work. And what I say is not replacing blood work, what a doctor says, Mm -hmm. but if you're just randomly taking it and it's in a multivitamin or something else that you have, you want to aim to stay under about 150% of your RDV. That's recommended daily value. So if you pick up a supplement bottle, turn it around, you'll see all the percentages of RDV, again, recommended daily value. You want to aim to stay under 150% of each of those. When you start going over those, give or take, that's when you can get into the stimulating testosterone range. And again, this is not replacing blood work. You might get blood work done that shows differently and you might get encouraged to take a different amount that's not replacing this. This is just if you are experimenting with supplements on your own, be aware. And where it can really compound is... Someone might be taking a multivitamin that has all three of those. They might be drinking an energy drink, which is usually through the roof in B12. They could be taking a standalone vitamin D or an immune supplement that usually is a combination of D and zinc. They can be taking a nootropic for focus, which typically has a lot of B12 in it as well. And so added up, all of these can have just an exuberant amount. So you're just, you're overdosing yourself on all of these and causing a testosterone spike. So when some people are like, oh, my my acne is hormonal and I just need something that quote balances my hormones. Mm-hmm. You could be self-inducing a hormonal imbalance by taking too many of these supplements. You have to yeah. check every single powder, beverage, supplement you're drinking and take a look at the back. And you can even add it up to see how much you're actually taking of those three throughout the day. Welcome to Raising Good Humans. I'm Dr. Lisa Pressman. My first book, The Five Principles of Parenting, Your Essential Guide to Raising Good Humans, is out now. In this book, I've wanted to quiet all the noise that's out there and distill the science into five core principles. And using those principles, you can solve absolutely any parenting challenge, giving you the confidence to raise good humans. Order now and give yourself a little bit of ease.
1: And I'm sure there were so many steps that you had to go through before you realized that you weren't taking the (laughs) right supplements. The trial and error period for me was one of the toughest because you feel like you're doing all the right things. You're taking these supplements. You're going to a bunch of different doctors. So I want to talk to you about too, what doctors were you seeing and like the mistakes that you made before you were able to like really get to the root cause. So when I first
0: went through this, I had just gone back to school to study holistic nutrition because it's something I'd always been so passionate about. But truly didn't think I could make a career out of it at the time because no one was one on one coaching. Like, no one had podcasts around it. Like, this didn't, this space didn't exist the way it does. So I just thought it was always a fun side passion that I always had. So I went back to school, honestly, just to grow my education within the holistic nutrition and holistic wellness space as a whole. But I still, lacked a lot of knowledge as to where to turn for acne. So I still was very conditioned to go to my primary care doctor. Right. So I went or to her. Prim- yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I first went back to my primary care doctor and I felt very pushed over and over again to go back on birth control. Okay. And I explained, I was like, Hey, it's just not for me. Like it's fine. But I, I just want to control my hormone. I want to feel in my own body. Yes. I want to control my own hormones myself. I feel better without it. And there was a lot that I had learned about it which by the way, if anyone wants to dive deep on it, I'm the biggest fan. Um, Do you know Dr. Jolene Brighton? Yes. Oh, yes. I think she's like the best educator on any form of birth control because she doesn't take a stance. She just educates. Yeah. So if you just want to learn I'm, more what's important. is the
1: awareness. Yes, exactly. You get to make your own decision, yeah. but being educated before you make it, there is so much power in that. Exactly. Yeah. Like you don't need to feel ashamed for whatever oh. decision you make.
0: Mm-hmm. Just be aware because I don't believe doctors give you informed consent. I think they just tell you to take something and then you ultimately trust your doctor, right. but they don't actually share about it. So big fan of her. Again, she ha- like really helps people with informed consent on making decisions for their own body. So I told the doctor I didn't want to go on birth control. He pushed me over and over again, told me it was the only way I'd be able to balance my hormones. Same. I was I like, that same no, experience.
1: That's <laughs> really, it's
0: crazy. And you feel so bullied into it yep. sometimes. It makes me really sad because you have to fight for yourself. And then it's just, it's not a good situation. So then the doctor was like, okay, you need to go on multiple rounds of antibiotics I was like, well, that just destroy my gut and your, yeah. And your gut and your skin are linked. And again, I'm like, I'm new to this. So I wasn't super confident in like going up against a doctor yeah. on it, but I'm just, I'm just questioning. I'm asking, you know, I'm like 24 years old yeah. and I'm just, I'm at, I'm trying to understand, I'm trying to ask questions. I'm like, that doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. And so they wrote me prescriptions for both. They like literally didn't le- let me leave without a prescription, both birth control and antibiotics. I didn't feel, fill either of them. So I went to the dermatologist and since my acne was so extreme, she was like, the only route to do is Accutane. And I really didn't want to do it. I'd done my research on it. I actually called my mom about it and my mom like begged me not to do it. She was like, please, anything else. I don't think you understand like the long-term effects of this and
1: what it can do. My mom did the and, same thing with me about spironolactone. I'm not yes. saying that wrong, but she was like, please don't take this. Yeah. I got the prescription and I didn't take it, yeah. but she was up all night. She was so nervous and she's so like, glad I you really have her. don't think you should take this. Like moms, no
0: best. Also best. They really mom. do. They're like, She's like, don't do it. Yeah. And. So I keep going to multiple doctors. I go to actually more primary care doctors, more dermatologists. I'm it's the same thing over and over again. I end up going to an ENT, like ear nose and throat doctor because oh, okay. my lymph nodes were so swollen mm-hmm. under my jawline from how swollen the acne was. Wow. Like you could see it protruding from under my chin. Like you could see this one and these two wow. on the sides. You could actually see them mm-hmm. coming out. And so I went to the ENT. He got like a scope down my nose and throat to look at it with the camera. And the, his recommendation was to schedule surgery and remove them. No. Yes. There I'd has to be remove a- Remove my lymph nodes. No way. I was, I left there. I was like, I've lost all faith. Yeah. Like I really, really have. Like And and I'm like bawling my eyes out on all these doctors because at this point, like, I don't know what else to do and I'm so overwhelmed. And, you
1: feel hopeless. Uh, you feel like you've tried yeah. everything. You're seeking the help of professionals. You feel like you're doing the right thing. You're not getting advice that feels like- These are all Band-Aid solutions. Yes. Where is somebody that can really, you know, educate you on what you can do, where you have these long-term results because you get on these medications and then what happens when you get off? Yeah, exactly. You're just prolonging the inevitable and then you're going to have to deal with it, but just at a later time. Yeah. Yeah. It just covers it with
0: a Band-Aid, but all those underlying causes don't get fixed by the medications. It just mutes the symptoms of it. So I was so close to going to Accutane. So you, you have to go through the steps of taking two pregnancy tests, 30 days apart. Like, so it's a whole 30 day process to get on Accutane. Mm-hmm. And so I started the process because at this point I was like, I really don't know what else to do. Cause I, I'd, I'd self put myself through so many protocols too, <laughs> like, yeah. like diet protocols. <laughs> like I used every skincare you could possibly imagine from okay. the cleanest of clean to the harshest of harsh. I was like, cutting garlic in half and rubbing it on he lemon juice. <laughs> like, it was insane. Like burning my face off. It, like I, I made every single mistake under the book. One last Google search, a pup San Diego acne clinic. And that's okay. the acne clinic my co-founder Danielle owns. And I end up being her last client of the day. We had three hours together and my whole world was transformed into what the actual root causes of acne are. Like there's, there's very nuanced ones that are met with like a healthier diet and like mm-hmm. cleaner food, less processed. But the way Danielle doesn't even speak to any of that, she goes off of like hardcore nuances that no matter what, What you're doing anywhere else in your diet? These are major, major acne triggers, like the top ones. And what are the
1: top ones? Mine was eggs. Yes, no, yeah.
0: I was making egg bowls every single day for breakfast.
1: (laughs) Every single day. I was waking up and having a four egg omelet. Yes, every single morning, thinking high protein. This is what Google tells me. It's a great source. Yeah, a great source of protein. Like
0: clean, all like. (laughs) every single day. Like I, for a while, cause I had my blog on Instagram and I like had an egg bowl. Rest. I had like 5,000 egg bowl recipes. Yeah. Like
1: it was like a thing
0: on Instagram that every single day I'd make an egg bowl.
1: I want to know how you felt when she told you, because when my doctor told me that was one of my highest triggers, I was like, You've got to be kidding. I was like, me. what else do I eat? <laughs> I don't understand. It was almost like you're in shock, but it's also a relief because you're like, well, now I know that. Yes, I need to yeah. See that out. It is so
0: nice. Like when you get, when you're like, yes. okay, that makes sense versus someone telling you all these things and you're like, I don't do any of that. Exactly. Yeah. So eggs were a huge one. And for anyone listening, it's more the egg whites than it is the egg yolks. Okay. So egg yolks is where all the nutrients are. Egg whites actually have negative nutrients. So it, it can block which it, what I mean, when I say that is it can actually block the absorption of nutrients. Okay. But in relation to acne, it has something in it called albumin protein, which is really hard for our bodies to break down. So if you're eating eggs every single day or too much rotisserie chicken, because I would also do that. I love rotisserie
1: <laughs> chicken. Because <laughs> I'd
0: like eat a bunch of rotisserie chicken while I'm making a salad with it. <laughs>
1: We are the same person. I'm like snacking while I'm eating. I've got it. It's like still in the bag. And I'm like, "Eh, and then like half of it's gone. And I'm like, wasn't this supposed to last me a week? (laughs) Like it's a whole
0: chicken. (laughs) So uh, you'll see breakouts like kind of around your jawline, chin, and slightly under. So if you're someone who's struggling with breakouts around there, that's typically like the egg and (laughs) rotisserie chicken zone. That is where mine was. I mean, I know this is the hormonal zone as well,
1: but all along my chin, I would get them like under my ear, Yes, along
0: the neck. Yep. Yep. That's all eggs and chicken right there. So chicken's not... As bad as eggs, when it comes to being acne prone, it's more like the excessive amount we can eat. Sometimes, again,
1: back yeah. to our history chicken. <laughs> yeah, so, sometimes so she, it's like a little too much. Yeah. So she went through. This is probably the first time you had somebody dive deep into yes. the root cause, like because I'm assuming for me, not once in my other doctor's appointments was gut health mentioned, or hormones brought up once. Not and once. I went into my first doctor's appointment with a functional practitioner, and this was the first time
0: someone really, I cried. I literally, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not alone. Like someone's actually listening to me and not blaming me or making Mm -hmm. me feel like I don't know something. Telling you to take birth control or Accutane. It was such a relief. And I was like, okay, there's hope for my skin. Yeah. So she
1: went through food and then what else? Yeah. So
0: eggs and dairy is such a big one. And the sneaky part about dairy, because some people will be like, oh, I don't drink milk. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like cheese here and there. But one, you want to be conscious of where cheese is being snuck into a lot. Because even if you don't necessarily have it at home and putting on top of things, it's literally in every single sandwich, salad, like you name it. But the really sneaky ones are whey protein. Okay. So I know specifically like when I go home to the East Coast and I work out at a local gym, mm-hmm. if it has a smoothie shop attached to it. If you don't ask what protein they're using, a lot of times they're just putting whey in it. And whey is so aggressive. If you see a lot of people at the gym and bodybuilders that have mm-hmm. aggressive back acne, that's usually from whey protein, especially if it's whey protein and milk in a smoothie, okay. which smoothie shops, not as much out here in LA because yeah. everything's dairy-free, but the rest yeah, of the world, Florida, <laughs> Indiana, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, when I go home, it's like the rest of the world, you know, they're still putting milk and whey protein in smoothies. And yeah. so- That's a huge one. And then looking at any like on the go, maybe protein bars that you have or drinks Looking for not only whey protein, but also milk protein isolate or whey protein isolate. You'll see it labeled a bunch of different ways, but looking out for words like whey and milk on different labels to see where it's hiding because milk or dairy in general has something called insulin-like growth factors. So that can also raise insulin levels, which raises testosterone. So again, causing hormonal acne, but self-inducing hormonal acne. Hormones aren't just like running amok. Yeah. Doing it themselves. Like it's something that you're eating that's causing that. And that would be dairy.
1: Okay. I'm going to go through my cabinet because I know I have one protein that does have in it. (laughs) I love a pea protein, P- a protein. hemp
0: protein. Yeah. And looking at ones that don't have a ton of ingredients, I don't yes. know if you notice, but brands love to put like every single marketing they possibly can into a protein powder. It's like immune, it's beauty, it's also protein. <laughs> it does everything. Like it was going to
1: make me grow wings. So
0: ingredient. <laughs> and then there's like 60 plus ingredients. There's like a whole grains list, a whole protein list, a whole probiotic digestive list. Yeah. It's like And it's in a ground up form. Our bodies have no idea what to do with it, which is why so many people get really bloated from protein powders. Mm -hmm. It's just too much. So try to find one that's only a couple ingredients. I promise you, you don't need all of those extra things. Like
1: your body really doesn't need them.
0: It's too much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's an easy swap that a lot of people can make too. Cause you think it's one of those things where it's like, for me, protein is so important for my hormone health. So like first thing in the morning, what can yes. I do to get in the most amount of protein? So it's just like,
0: okay. I have a recommendation for you that I'm recently so obsessed with Yes, my practitioner and who built out our acne lab test for clear Emily Morrow recommended it to me. And now I'm hooked. It, they're called RAR bars. Okay. R-A-W-R. Okay. They're the cleanest protein bars I've ever found in my life. They're like six ingredients, so delicious. The banana nut one makes you feel like you're eating a banana nut muffin first thing I'm in the morning. I order them immediately because I've boycotted protein bars. I'm just like, yes, these I are. I feel good after I eat them. Next level. And they need to be refrigerated. So they're kind of like perfect bars, but they're not nut based because the perfect bars are like almond or peanut butter yeah. based, but they're refrigerated like that. They're so clean, taste so good. And it's the one thing that gets me to eat before my coffee. Because I love coffee and getting moving in the morning. And for hormone health, I need to eat protein. I look forward to it every
1: single morning. Okay. I'm going to order them and we'll put them in the description too. If you guys want to check them out. So food was a trigger that you talked to about with with Danielle. What were the other triggers? Because I think you had around 12, right? Yes. That's kind of a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So a lot of them were broken down. So all those supplements and one supplement I want to address that we forgot is biotin. Mm. So there's some people that can take biotin and can be completely fine. Those are not the people I'm talking to. I'm talking to the people who do struggle with acne. So biotin, because it's the hair, skin and nail supplement... Why it's the hair, skin, and nail supplement is because it increases protein production. So it makes your hair, makes your nails grow faster because of more keratin, which is the protein of your hair, skin, and nails. Now, where it comes into the negative effect, the effect we don't want with our skin, it grows protein really fast on our skin. So what that means is if our pores get clogged, protein grows faster, which means the pores clog faster. So it's essentially like pouring gasoline on a fire with acne because it just makes your skin grow really, really fast when actually you don't want that. You want your skin to naturally exfoliate at its normal rate. Some people who are acne prone actually struggle with natural exfoliation, which proper bioavailable vitamin A helps and also physical and chemical exfoliation helps. The combo of the two can really help people whose skin doesn't exfoliate at a proper rate, but biotin will just make it so much worse. I like silica instead, if you still want amazing skin and help with hair and nail growth. So silica and MSN sulfur are a great replacement for biotin.
1: Yeah, I feel like nutrition is one of those things that people don't think about. And it's crazy how much the gut and our skin are connected. So I want you to dive into that and why people should almost start with nutrition. Yes. Before even, you know, supplements or the the products they're putting on their skin.
0: I agree. We don't, we really don't need all of these supplements. I promise you. (laughs) We always want to feel like, it's like the psychological effect. We always want to feel like we're doing more. So like buying supplements, taking them, make us feel like we're making a bigger impact with our body when Mm -hmm. really it's just keeping it so simple. So in the morning, like we were talking about just getting your protein in first thing in the morning, whether it is a smoothie that you make or a raw bar that you get some type of like really clean protein first thing in the morning. That's also easy to digest because your body's just waking up making sure that you're fully hydrated in the morning. So we're drinking mineral water yeah. right now, which is the best kind. <laughs> I recommend that so much more over filtered water. If you can, I agree. Accessibility is different for everyone. So if filters, all oh, you can make work, do that. But if you can get like, I I do Halstead at home, there's Mountain Valley, like any of those subscription shipments that you can get. To have mineral water at home i highly recommend that because then you're not trying to get minerals from different supplements and the way our food is grown now it's just a little more depleted in minerals so water is so overlooked but clean water is like one of the best things we can do for our body and for our gut health because our body needs to be properly hydrated with the right minerals for cell membrane health which is all interconnected to digestive and gut support too. And then when we're just thinking throughout the day, again, focus on getting clean protein. So, I'm really happy that we're at a day and age that we can get frozen meat shipped to our house yeah. <laughs> because finding grass fed meat at a really accessible price can be so hard, but I actually don't even buy at the grocery store anymore. I do like, I'll do Buy Ranch Direct. I'll do like, there's two or three different brands that I love you order ordering. Online. But, yeah. And yeah. just get it all shipped to me. That way you can just have a freezer full of really healthy meat if that's your source of protein. I'm personally a big fan just because of the complete amino acids, but do believe that everyone has their own diet that they want to follow for themselves in regards to their protein intake. I do love fruit, not in an excessive amount, but I'm big on eating fruit before like 2p. I try not to eat it too much later in the day. That can cause
1: digestive stress. I know you mentioned smoothies too, and I love smoothies, but I was having a smoothie almost every morning along with my egg before (laughs) I made that change. And it's It's a lot of sugar. So removing a refined sugar is one of the biggest changes in my nutrition that helped my acne.
0: Yeah. I could not agree more like keeping it a little lower sugar. So like, a half a cup of blueberries, a quarter, or half a banana. And I promise you it'll still taste really good, but we're just, we're so desensitized to the natural sugars of fruit that we're just putting way too much stuff in. So even if you want to mix a little bit of like coconut milk and protein powder or some ice, like even that's fine. If you want to keep it really low sugar, especially for gut health, but really I like to not overcomplicate the way we eat yes. and just focus on get your veggies in get some great carbs in. I try not to overdo it on grains. Mm-hmm. I still, I still have grains. Like I love having rice bowls yeah. and I just try to not go crazy on it just because it can cause a little digestive stress if we're having like too much. much so it. again, yeah. it's all like in a healthy balance. Yes. And I think removing the shame from all of these foods and just focus like, is this a real food? And do I enjoy eating this and really just starting there Yeah, and that helps the whole, the mental aspect of eating too. Like removing as much, as much processed as you can and focus on just real whole foods and just start there. And it doesn't need to be crazy overcomplicated.
1: Yeah. I think it's easy to get overwhelmed, especially with all the videos you see on TikTok or Instagram. There's a lot of fear mongering in this space and I'm not a fan of it. It's content that I refuse to see. I see it and it overwhelms me. (laughs) and I scroll if it's like, you know, here's why you shouldn't be consuming X, Y, and Z. And it's like, going back to what you said earlier, it is so important to be educated and then make your own decision. If you have oat milk in your latte in the morning and that is what brings you happiness, like have <laughs> have your oat milk latte, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I think the fear behind it, it fear never invokes long lasting change, in my opinion. It has to be changes that you make have to be done from education and wanting to make a change because you want to feel better.
0: You know, like, literally.
1: Yeah, we have our acne <laughs> checklist. And then after that,
0: it, those are just the top main triggers for acne. If mm-hmm. someone's really struggling, like these are all adding to it. Right. But after that, like have to do what brings you joy. Yes. Like, you really, really do. And that's why I don't like, I don't share I don't have very specific rules around how I eat. And I I try to encourage people just not to anyways. When someone's like, what do you eat? I'm like, well, I keep a lot of grass-fed meat in the fridge and Mm -hmm. fish. And I have rice on me and I'll have salad stuff and I'll have potatoes. And it's just like a combination every single night. So it'll be like rice, pinto beans, grass-fed, like elk, or I, I I like to get a mixture. So I'll do like elk and boar and beef and like, just to like switch it up for my body with some coconut aminos and like maybe a side salad. And if I have any extra veggies that are about to go bad because they do that all the time, I'll like mm-hmm. chop up zucchini and throw it in. Yeah. So it's so simple and you can really just have fun with it. But I really tune out the noise to strict diets. You can't eat this, can't do that. It's like Happiness plays a role in your digestive system, like a major role.
1: Your body digests differently if you're in a state of stress. Obviously when you're consuming food, eating quicker, your eating habits are almost just as important as what you're consuming. I learned that because I would scarf food down so quick, not chew my food. I'm in a state of stress. I'm also thinking about what I'm eating and how I'm going to feel afterwards. And it all just makes the symptoms worse. Yes. So I can completely relate to that. And I think just having everything in moderation, you have to get your lab testing done, know what your triggers are. They're going to be different from the next person. Yeah. Yeah, 100 percent. So once people have taken a look into food and understand the connection between their gut and their skin, what are the other things like let's talk about like pillowcases, makeup brushes, things that they can do right now? to help with their skin if they're struggling with acne?
0: So a lot of times with the pillowcase, the culprit is actually the laundry detergent causing your acne. Because I know I've seen like those $300 pillowcases. Like I promise you, you guys don't have to go buy a $300 pillowcase. But I do love a Mulberry Silk pillowcase just because it helps keep the hydration of your skin and it doesn't tug as much. So it does help with both inflammation, but also just overall aging of the skin. It won't tug. So I do love a silk pillowcase, but again, it doesn't have to be like a crazy expensive one, but the culprit as far as acne goes when it comes to pillowcases is either detergent or hair conditioner. So the detergent part is it's a lot of the pods that have the fabric softener intermixed into it. That's where a lot of the acne triggers exist. So I use like a branch basics, like, which, yeah. Six. So that's what I use for laundry detergent. They're really clean. There's no acne triggers in them. I would avoid any pod situation or one that's trying to combine too many things in. That's where you'll find the acne triggers. And then for a hair conditioner, that's one of the biggest acne triggers. So if you're someone that breaks out a lot on your sleep side, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you sleep with your hair up in a bun, if you wash and change your pillowcase every single day, you still move in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. So your hair is conditioner creates a residue on our hair. Yeah. So it gets a little on the pillowcase. We move throughout the night. It it congregates more on your sleep side. Finding a hair conditioner without any pore clogging ingredients is can really you, important. Can you go
1: through what those ingredients may be and then your favorite conditioner brand?
0: On the- not clean side of things you guys don't have to remember any of these but it's things like isopropyl estate and isopropyl palmitate and it's these really long words Things but we can't pronounce. to make it really really easy what we did is we created a checker on our website and you can just copy and paste the ingredient deck of any skincare makeup hair conditioner you're using google it copy and paste the ingredient deck and it'll show up in red if there's any pore cloggers in it so you know to replace that item yeah Love that. And as far as favorite hair conditioners right now, I like the Zuma brand. Okay, I have a really good one. And then the as long as they didn't reformulate the because I always have to check every few months because companies will reformulate the DP Hue hair conditioner didn't last time I checked, but Zuma definitely does not. And then a little hint: we might be coming out with some hair products that are
1: acne safe. So (laughs) I'm excited, I can't wait. But I don't want to hold anyone back in the meantime. What about makeup brushes? Is there like, are you a fan of sponges, brushes? How often should we be cleaning them?
0: I use them all. I really, I really do. You know, I think everyone will have their opinions on them. I definitely do not clean as often as I should. I'm going to be so honest. Maybe once a month. I'm really not good about it, guys. (laughs) I'm like really. I usually am just buying new makeup brushes instead of cleaning them. So I'm just going to be straight. I like barely. ever do. And I just buy new ones, but you know, everyone has their opinion as far as acne goes. If you're using products that don't have any pore clogging ingredients, it's not going to really aid in acne. The chances of a ton of bacteria form, I mean, yeah, bacteria can form a little bit more in the beauty sponges. So just like replace those a little often. I definitely don't replace as much as I should, but again, it's, it really comes back to the pore clogging ingredients. That's going to make the biggest difference in your acne and I think everyone will have their own opinions about bacteria forming and there's like 1% of acne that's bacteria related. So it's not the main cause of acne. One percent, Yeah. It's a really like, mo- like people think their acne is bacteria, but it's a very rare occurrence that your acne is bacteria related, like externally bacteria related. Internally bacteria is a different story. Yeah. <laughs> like as far as like bacteria overgrowth in your gut and things like that, that's definitely a root cause, but external bacteria, rarely the main cause of your acne. That's crazy. Yeah. Where I know we're all told it's like, it's that shame around acne that people are told they were like dirty for their acne and that's not it. Like you're
1: not dirty. I promise you. Yeah. We're going to get into misconceptions next, but I did hear that once you made those changes, just going back to like understanding that a lot of it was internal you saw a difference in two months, it right? It was crazy. That's yeah. That's such a quick timeframe. So I literally removed all
0: pork on ingredients, yes. removed that, all the supplement triggers, removed eggs, dairy. And then I was already removing gluten at this time because gluten is a huge inflation trigger for me personally. My body cannot handle. And like there was 12 across all of those. Cause again, like yes. within the supplements, within all of those two months, like it, it was
1: crazy after i'm sure years <laughs> of seeing different yeah. doctors and you yeah. know trying all these different products two months that's yeah. quick yeah the fastest result
0: i saw was no you know when you're really really struggling with acne you see every new pimple that comes up yeah, you know yeah, your yeah. skin you see every little change and the first change i saw was nothing new was coming up I'm like okay And then I was seeing Danielle every other week for a few weeks to just get extractions to help the process. So that'll that'll help too. If you're doing all of these right things and then you find an acne specialist, my biggest recommendation for people, of course, if you're not in San Diego and can't go to San Diego acne clinic is go to the Face Reality locator. So Face Reality, it's a great, another great, amazing brand, but they train estheticians on acne. And so I would first go to their locator and then I'd go read reviews because not everyone's the same. So you can't say like you can trust everyone, okay. but at least they're trained on acne and pore Those people are trained on acne and pore clogging ingredients. So at least, you know, you'll go get extractions and they won't put a pore clogging moisturizer on top and just completely revert everything they just did, okay. which a lot of places do. So you can at least trust they won't use pore clogging ingredients.
1: That's incredible. That's such a quick thing time frame to see. I yeah. can't imagine how great it felt to, oh my gosh. to make a change and actually see an improvement. I was literally bawling my eyes out.
0: Oh, I was so, so emotional
1: about oh, it. It just goes to show how great she is at, at what she does yeah. and that your guys' brand and the products that you have like really do help heal the root cause of oh. acne. I do want to get into misconceptions and misinformation. And I just feel like I see all kinds of videos on my TikTok related to skincare. One of them being like natural Botox. I don't know if you've seen like the, the flaxseed and the water combination. <laughs> I, I want to talk about that. And then I also want to get into like pimple patches and your thoughts on those because I don't see a lot of people talk about those. We're also putting like band-aids on our face now. Yeah. But let's start with the flaxseed and water situation because I'm like, do I want to try this? Does it work? It kind of freaks me out. <laughs> I'm not a fan of that just because flax
0: oil in general is a thicker oil and it can clog pores. It's lower on the scale, but I, I, someone sent me that trend. So I like, of course I go and I'm like, I have to like find out what's going on. And I did see a few people be like, I usually struggle with acne and I haven't been breaking out from it. So that could just be like very specific cases, but someone that's acne prone, I don't recommend doing it. Also, like it doesn't feel that different for me from just using an oil. I think it's just like a fun DIY project okay. to do at home. But like it's not any different than using like a really good oil for your skin because it's just boiling. the Like you're extracting the oil essentially. And it's like making this really like goopy structure. But it's not like really doing much for your skin. And again, if someone's really acne prone, it could irritate the skin. Right. A bit. So it's
1: like if you want to do a little experiment in your kitchen and try it. Go for it. Go for it, but it, <laughs> you could just do some face oil. It
0: literally. <laughs> yeah. It's in like Gua Sha. Like it's like, <laughs> okay. it's not going to, it's definitely not going to mimic the effects of Botox whatsoever in your skin. Good to know. What are your thoughts on
1: pimple patches?
0: I'm not against them okay. when, it, as long as it's just the plain ones without anything in it. Blanking on what the ingredient that some people are putting in it that can cause a little bleaching to the skin, I'd have to relook. But I like the really, really plain ones. If you've tried to pop a pimple and it's like an open wound and you're gonna be putting makeup on top and you're gonna be touching it, like, it's better just to put it on because it'll just protect it. So it won't necessarily make your acne go away faster, but if it's an open wound or you've messed around too much with it, it will help you from touching it and any bacteria getting into it and making it worse because it is an open wound. So I think it helps you not fuss with it yeah. for like a day or two. I wouldn't recommend just always putting them on and closing because you don't, you want your skin to be able to breathe. So mm-hmm. you don't want to close off that pore. I would treat it like a Band-Aid as if it's an open wound, then use it.
1: Okay, good to know. Are there any other trends that you've seen that you have seen go viral that you're just like, I wish I could stitch this and tell everybody to not put this on their face. Like all of them. <laughs> all of them. What I've seen is just dipping your face in a bucket full of, of ice. Okay. So like ice? for, so in the morning,
0: not at night. So okay. in the morning, you actually don't have to wash your face with face wash in the morning if you don't want to, especially if you have oilier skin but you do want to wash your face off because you sweat a little bit in the middle of the night. And so you just want to get off anything. So you can, I mean, you don't have to fill up a bucket with ice. You can totally just like crank the, the cold water. Like that's what I do in the morning. Cause I'm like too lazy to like go downstairs, fill up a thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So I just like crank the cold water. And especially since it's been cold in LA, the pipes are really cold. So I'm like, this is great. It's basically ice water and I'll just splash it like 30 times to like get the effect of, putting my face in the cold water. But in the morning, it's great. It actually helps regulate our nervous system because it's like a mini cold plunge for our face. So it helps activate the nervous system in a good way. It does tighten the pores. so You do want to still moisturize and everything after. The reason why you don't want to do it at night is because you do want your pores a little more open. So you always want to wash your face with lukewarm water. Never, never hot water. Never hot water. Never hot water. It burns your skin and causes DNA damage and your skin will never heal in an inflamed environment. So it will never heal if you're washing your face in hot water. It'll aggravate acne and it actually deepens wrinkles. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So if you notice, like maybe if you have like some deep crow's feet, if you are washing your face in hot water, immediately stop lukewarm water, like what you'd wash a baby in. If you switch, you'll actually, without doing anything else, you'll see your wrinkles smooth out a little bit more and not be
1: as deep. No way. Yeah. Okay, that's such an easy change. So make. easy.
0: So lukewarm water in the evenings. Cause also you want your skin to be permeable, to absorb everything you're putting in it after like all your amazing serums. Yeah. And when your skin is cold, it can't absorb anything. All your pores are so closed shut.
1: Wow. Yeah. Okay. Such an easy change. So morning, not night. Yeah. And then my last question is my nose. I get, I have blackheads. I've tried everything and I cannot get them Okay. My nose it's
0: like such a common area. I need to have you do this combo for okay. me. So, and I'll make sure you, I'll make sure you're stocked with it. Okay. Our pregame face mask, just do it on your nose and then you'll do it for like about five or 10 minutes. You'll let it sit on there and then follow it with clarity. So clarity is known as our blackhead dissolver. Okay. It's our yellow serum and it's mandelic acid. That is truly the Goldilocks of acids. We are not huge fans of glycolic. I like glycolic in the clinic setting. So like getting glycolic peels, if your skin is good with peels, again, you always want an esthetician that patch tests you to make sure, but glycolic is amazing for like a once a month, maybe twice a month treatment but it's way too harsh for everyday use and can actually strip the skin barrier. So it actually further destroys your skin barrier. And then that's glycolic and then salicylic basically just dries out your skin. It doesn't really do too much, but mandelic acid is again, the Goldilocks of the two and it gets in there and it actually eats away of what's in the pore and it dissolves it. You can do it because your nose isn't within your T-zone. Are you a little bit oilier here?
1: I wouldn't even say a combo. Yeah, I would say maybe combo. Combo. That's fine. So
0: I would start with three nights a week, and then you might be able to bump it up even more being in Florida, and then bump it down. Don't do it as often when you're here in LA. Okay, so like two to three days a week here. If you're so anyone that lives in a more humid environment, you can increase exfoliation more, and then when you're in a drier climate, uh, your skin just doesn't have as much natural oil to be working with. So you just want to tone down the notch on exfoliation. Like you still want to have it weekly, but maybe it's a once or twice a week versus a human environment. You can do five to six days a week.
1: Okay. I'm evening. excited. Cause I, when I look in the mirror at night and I wash everything off, I'm like, I, you know, I'll, I'll pop them and I see, yes. you know, <laughs> yeah. the blackheads come out and I'm just like, now there's so many. And then I start going cross-eyed in the mirror. <laughs> Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't, like, I can't get them off. <laughs> yeah.
0: Every single pore, every single hair follicle. <laughs> okay. okay I'm going to have you do this combo and
1: report back. I'm really yes. excited. I can't wait. We're going to do a quick rapid fire okay. round of questions before you go. I want your digestion hot tips that you like to do in the morning and that sets your gut up for good digestion throughout the day.
0: I actually love the supplement Tudka. I think it's way better than digestive enzymes and I've HCL. Never heard of Tedka. Better than digestive enzymes and better than HCL pills. Okay. And it helps increase the natural bile in our liver and in our stomach, but it's way better for digestion than all the digestive enzymes on the market. Perfect. Supplement rundown
1: that you are taking right now first thing in the morning. Are you
0: Ooh, doing I am on a protocol right now because I personally did our own acne lab test because I'm not currently struggling with a ton of acne. It's still really good to do for overall skin health. So I'm actually taking black. I take, I pour it in a little shot glass cause I feel like it's like a half a teaspoon of everything. So it's black cumin seed oil, pumpkin seed oil, this thing called oceans alive, which is like an algae combination and, this one called balance oil by body bio, which is a combination of two or three different oils. And it's really good for cell membrane health, which can help with our skin and gut and everything. And again, I I know I told everyone like cut all the supplements, but listen to this one. So after 10 plus years of us running lab work, before we launched our acne lab test, running lab work on people who struggled with acne, the same patterns came back over and over and over again. So we designed our mind, body, skin supplement to address all of those root causes of acne that over 80% of people were dealing with, like when we'd see it back on the lab panels. So we have a bioavailable form of vitamin A. Vitamin A helps your skin exfoliate at a natural process. So your best friend who can eat whatever she wants, never washes her face and her skin is perfectly clear. Her skin is exfoliates at a higher rate. People who are acne prone, it doesn't exfoliate at a high rate. So it brings you back up to more of a natural level. We have dim in it that helps filter out excess estrogen that doesn't belong. Again, this is not hormone balancing. It's not going to enact on your hormones. It's going to help metabolize and filter out what doesn't belong in the body. So we have DIM, and then we have B5, which helps regulate testosterone spikes. So we have heard by a lot of women who struggle with PCOS that our mind, body, skin helps them so much with PCOS and the symptoms that they're dealing with. So B5, again, regulating testosterone. We have 5-HTP in our regular version. Then we also have 5-HTP free version for anyone that's on SSRI medications that can't take 5-HTP. Then we have liver support, inflammation support, and digestive support. Because again, a big cause of acne is inability to properly break down proteins and fats. It's going to help metabolize and break down all of those and we do a proper amount of each again not going to like jacking up the highest levels of everything we're really really careful about the percentages of everything we put in it to be very specific for acne and it's been life-changing for so many people like personally i'm not struggling
1: with acne you know right now but If this supplement had been around when I I know, like I wish it was around
0: when I was too.
1: I mean, this is so incredible, and it's a a much safer option than
0: Accutane. Exactly, that's our goal because so many people are put on Accutane and spironolactone with no end result, uh, no blood work done first, and so they're just it's completely rogue. They're just put on it, and they don't like doctors don't know if they have any underlying causes that could have bad reaction. It's just it's a mess, and it's really scary. And our goal is to just help relieve suffering in people. And help them not think that prescription is the only option. Then they have to deal with all of these other side effects, sometimes years and years down the road. And then they find out it was from Accutane that they took in their twenties or early thirties. So our goal is just to really help educate and people understand their own bodies and their acne.
1: That's incredible. Can you share the name of that one more time and we'll put it in the description? Yes. Too? It's the mind body skin
0: supplement and we have our regular one and then our 5-HTP free one. Cause again, Obviously, we've talked about the correlation of acne and mental health Mm -hmm. and SSRI medications like depression, anxiety medications. A lot of people with acne are taking those. And so 5-HTP is contraindicative. So they can't take 5-HTP while on it or it's not recommended. So we created a 5-HTP free version for our community that is on any depression, anxiety medication that still wants to be able to take it.
1: That's incredible. Amazing. I want to know your 2024 ins and outs. You can give me one in and one out. This can be skincare, wellness, beauty, whatever it is, something that you're loving and something that you want to leave. I love it. My in (laughs) is actually mineral water because I was like so filtered, like such a
0: filtered water before. And once I switched to mineral water, I felt my energy transform my sleep, everything. So mineral water is in and then out is just other people's expectations. I'm just like in my own little world recently, and love
1: it. I'm just like
0: truly unbothered, just, doing un- own bo- thing. Yes,
1: at all times. <laughs> That's amazing. And then one piece of encouragement for people that are dealing with acne right now, so that they don't feel alone. So, what would you tell somebody who is going through that journey right now, maybe not seeing results yet?
0: If you're currently struggling, I would recommend not going on acne talk on TikTok. It can be nice. so overwhelming. And I recommend just going to the acne checklist, starting with the supplements, the eggs, the dairy, pore clogging ingredients, just start there. You will see a difference, especially with pore clogging ingredients. I always like recommend starting there, checking all of your hair care, makeup, skin care. You can use the free checker on our website to do it and just see what those culprits are. And that will immediately stop any breakouts coming from any external products you're putting on your skin.
1: Incredible. Thank you so much for coming Thank on. You. you have so much information on not only in the products that we're using, but how to heal the root cause. And where can everybody find you? I'll plug your Instagram, Clearstem Instagram. And then we also have a code with Clearstem. It's Gracie for 15% off.
0: So you can head to our website, clearstemskincare.com, for additional resources on everything we talked about. And then on Instagram, we share really digestible forms of everything we talked about as well. And that's Clear Sim Skin Skincare. And then my personal Kaylee.Christina.
1: Amazing. Your skin is glowing. You look incredible. Thank you. You guys I just love what ClearSTem stands for. Your brand mission and you guys are such a powerful dynamic duo. So so excited to get my hands on the blackhead treatment and keep you updated. I can't wait. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening and hanging out with me today you can catch a new episode of Wellness Her Way every Monday. I want to hear from you, so please subscribe, leave a review for this podcast, and let me know what you thought of this episode. Be sure to follow at wellnessherwaypodcast on Instagram to connect with me and send in all the questions and topics you'd like to hear about. Thank you so much for listening and being a part of this amazing community. I'll see you next week.